0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today I, w- I want to talk about the allegory of Plato's Cave. Now, Plato, uh, this is from Plato's Republic or the Republic of Plato, which was written around 380 BC. And I read this, I read this Plato's Republic in, I think in college, my freshman year. And um, anyway, I was just thinking about Plato's Cave recently. And I was thinking how uh, how much it, it, it reminded me of evangelism. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. I want to talk about what Plato's cave is, what the allegory is, and it was, um, in the allegory, Socrates is the main speaker, and he's speaking to Plato's brother, Glaucon, and basically um, they say that in this allegory, it says that we all resemble captives who are chained deep within a cavern who do not yet realize that there is more to reality than the shadow's that we see on the wall so if i'm gonna put this image up of the cave so notice in the cave there's there's men that are chained to the floor and these men have been chained there since childhood since basically since they were born which is weird i don't know how they were chained when they were infants but they they've been ch- in the allegory it says they've been chained since since childhood and even their necks are changed, so they can't move their necks, they can't move their legs. So all they can see is what is on the wall. And what so there's right behind them, you can see that they're they're up against a partition, a little wall. And behind the partition are people um who pa- are carrying objects back and forth. And they're images of people and animals, they're carved in stone and wood and other materials. And so, and then there's a fire, as you can see, there's a fire behind the, basically the puppeteers. So the fire is casting a shadow on the wall of whatever the puppeteers are carrying. And so for these prisoners in the cave, all they're seeing are these shadows on the wall. And for them, this is all they've seen their entire lives. They've never seen anything else. So they, this is reality for them. And at one point, so, and I, and I think about myself and I think about anyone who's not a believer. When I, before I was a believer, I thought that reality was what I knew was what I saw in this world. Uh, I was a materialist. So I just, I thought this is reality and there's no, there's nothing else beyond this. And um, until my conversion in 2009 to Christianity, and then my reality completely changed. I saw, I'll get to that in a minute. But so one of these prisoners is set free and dragged out into the sunlight. So he goes up, he's dragged out of the cave, up into the real world and what's called the upper world, which is actual reality. So, it takes him a while to, to adjust to the sunlight. His eyes are like it's very painful for him, and it's all it's, that's kind of true when you come to to faith in Christ. Some it's it can be very jarring and painful because there's that conviction of sin, and uh, but it's also obviously super joyful. We'll be right back after this short break. But anyway, this this prisoner. Who gets set free and is dragged up into the real world, he sees reality for the first time. And it's a revelation to him, obviously. It's like, wow, this is so. Eventually, he goes, he decides to go back down into the cave and tell the prisoners that what they're seeing on the wall isn't reality, that it's not, that's, those are just, it's just the shadow of what reality is. And that the, the real world is what reality is. And the above the ground, the upper world. And of course, the prisoners, uh, they can't kill him, but they want to kill him because they are so furious. And they think he's he's gone mad. They think he's gone out of his mind. And that's kind of what it's like. You know, obviously, you know this, like, or some of you know this, obviously, that when you get saved and this is what happened with me when I got saved in 2009. I realized, Oh my gosh, like this is, it was like, I say this all the time. It was like the curtains parted and I could see reality for the first time in my life. And I, it blew my mind. I was just like, what, what is this? This is amazing. And I, came to faith in christ and i had that road to damascus transformation and of course i wanted to tell all of my friends immediately and so it, it, i decided to sit down with each friend it took about three weeks uh to tell all my friends and i i sat down with each one one at a time and and it says that yeah the, it just like this the this prisoner who goes back into the cave and tells the the prisoners about the real world it was the same it was similar to to my experience because i i i had just assumed you know when i tell my friends about my conversion when i tell them about the gospel and jesus and that it's all real they're going to immediately come to faith like i that i was so kind of naive in that way and um what what was surprising to me was that they uh, were so resistant to it and in fact some of them wanted to kill me especially when it came to you know my telling them that i no longer was living that life of as a gay man and so that that was very um uh, that was very threatening to them so or i don't know what the word i don't know if it was threatening or if it was just you know i don't know but um so I, it's interesting because a few of those friends over the years have come to faith in Christ. Praise God. It's been amazing to see that. And I have like, I have a a notebook with a list of all of my old friends uh, and I, with their names and, and I have check marks by the ones who've come to faith in Christ and um, I'm still praying for all of the other ones. Um the obviously for plato this was written before christ so for plato the point of this the point of the allegory is uh the journey upwards is the ascent of the soul into the intellectual world in order to create a utopian society we should be ruled by those who have seen the light so basically philosopher kings should should run the world because they're they're the enlightened ones they know what reality is so that that's the point of plato's allegory but for my, yeah, for my whole life, I believed the shadows were real. And then I met Christ and I understood that those were all just shadows and they weren't real. And And it's funny because my church is called Reality LA. So I uh, I discovered reality at my church uh, uh, in 2009. And so I don't know why this, I don't know why this hit me recently, but I just wanted to share this allegory with you. You, Some of you probably heard this. Many of you have, but, um, and I want to encourage us to continue praying for, for unbelieving friends and family members Um, because obviously that's what's going to, that's what, you know, this is a, spiritual battle and there's this a battle over their souls and so i just urge all of all of us to continue praying for our friends and family and for their salvation and for them to come out of the cave and see the actual sunlight see the sun the son of god jesus um because yeah i, I you know when i got saved it was like wow now, Jesus is real. He's the Son of God. He died and rose from the dead. He died for my sins. He died. He atoned for my sins on the cross. And he rose from the grave. And he's seated at the right hand of God. And, um, and so that's just glorious news. And now I have eternal life because I've been reconciled to God through the blood of Christ. So, Anyway, I just thought I'd share this with you. It's just been on my mind, and I hope you enjoyed that, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of The Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. Thank you to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find more faith-centered podcasts about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more.